What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Shooting the Breeze. I'm Cody. And I'm Sawyer. And today, <clears throat> we kind of, we have a, uh, I guess not a weird topic, but... I don't even know what to call it. I don't really know what to call it either. It's kind of like, we threw it together, but we didn't. No, well, I think it's because, I think mostly it's because New Year, it's always talked about in churches. Right. Usually, which I'm going to get into. Um, it's always talked about this time of year. Yep. Um, or at least mine is. Yeah. And uh, Billy preached on it, so we're kind of all in the same headspace. Right. And, and it's kind of like, we kind of can't not talk about it. And I know uh, this episode is going to release later in January, so, but what we're talking about is fasting, yeah. right? And so when you hear this, you're probably going to be towards the end of your fast, moving into February. And uh, we kind of wanted to talk about uh, fasting not only what it does for you, what the mm-hmm. Bible has to say about it. And I have a topic I kind of want to bring up that's uh, not controversial, which might make some people upset because I might be calling some people out. But um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about fasting. I have a couple questions for you that I'm going to hit you with later. Ooh. That I, I, I saw these. I have one big question. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, wanna, I have some questions that I, um, I saw and I was like, that's actually a good question. I kind of want to get some feedback from other people too. But uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about fasting. We're going to be giving some facts on it. And we're going to talk about routines a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you ready? Yeah. All right. Well, let's... You want to steal it from me? No, <laughs> I almost did. I almost did again. I'm just kidding. Let's dive on in. Okay. So, to what I did is... Um, also, full disclaimer, I'm not a pastor. I don't need to be teaching anybody no, you about, how, <laughs> no, about how to fast and how you should do it and what theology and all, you know, all those things. I'm not that. We do a podcast. Uh, that's about all we're qualified to really do. Right. So, yeah. um, but I've got a few examples, a few scriptures um, where fasting is mentioned because there's a bunch of them in the Bible, um, which probably means we should do it. If it's talked about an awful right, lot, kind of right. like, you know, all the other things that we might go over today. So my first one is Matthew uh, 6, 16 through 18. I said the verse first, so I'm learning from my past mistakes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces, that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Okay. Right. You want to dive into this one a little further? Um, basically, my takeaway, and I think a lot of people's takeaway on this, is that, like, don't, not, not to the extent where it's like, don't let anybody know. Like, be, be <laughs> super secretive about it. It's yeah. not like you're going, like, you know, just under the radar. It's more like, don't gloat about it. Don't brag yeah. about it. Like. Oh, I'm doing this for the Lord and everything. You, you, at that point, you're doing it in the intent of like, I want everybody to know mm-hmm. and I want everybody to praise me for We've it. We've talked about that. <laughs> right. And it's like, that's not what it's about. It's, it's more of a, a thing that you're doing between you and God, something you're sacrificing mm-hmm. in order to, you know, please God or be obedient or, you know, just maybe 
it can come down to just being cutting down mm-hmm. a bad habit in your life that might be you might be praising more than God. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely think I definitely know some people out there that it's like, oh, we're fasting, and it's like, let me tell you what I've been doing and the struggles <laughs> yeah. and the battles. It's like, been so hard. I get like asking but the for Lord. <laughs> yeah, but the Lord is <laughs> has helping sustained me. me, right? And I get, I get it, right? Like you need, you might need motivation through this time of fasting. We're not bashing people. <laughs> no, 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 doing, no, we're but... not. We're not. We. I'm just, I'm getting to the point where it's like, I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't, you know, maybe keep it between you and another person. Like, Hey, I might need some, uh, you know, motivation. I might need some encouragement. Accountability. This time. Yeah. Right. Accountability. Um, but you shouldn't be like posting it on Facebook. Like, man, I'm doing, <laughs> I'm really yeah. getting ate up right now. You know, it's cause at that point I was like, are you posting it cause you, you really need help or are you posting it cause you want people to know mm-hmm. what you're doing? So um, I thought, I, which I wish I was a more of a historian, but um, Cole talked about, Cole's our young adults pastor. Shout out Cole Smith. Yes, sir. Um, but he was talking about how the tradition was, and we'll get into traditions here in a minute because that's a big part of why people were fasting then. But um, they would anoint themselves with oil because right. they would be praying and stuff. That was tradition back then. And then they would just like not, people also would not bathe. Mm. So they just walk around. That's where they'd get me oily, uh, oiled up, and no, no bath. Yeah, uh, that's a that's not a good. So deal. like people, people would know even without you saying that you're fasting. Right, right. Um, so it was um, like I said, we'll we'll get in further about the uh, the ritual that fasting was and why Jesus came to change that. Right. Um, okay. So our next one is, and we'll all know this one, or at least if you've grown up in church, you'll you'll know this one. Um, it's real short, but it's Daniel three ten or ten three. My bad. Ten three. Uh, I ate no delicacies, no meat or wine entered my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all for the full three weeks. So if you're wondering what, yes, Ooh. if you're that's twenty one days. Dug on. Um, this is the where the Daniel fast comes from. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. I was thinking straight up fasting, like no, 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 food no. for, but yeah, this is the Daniel fast, right? Um, and okay, so, so the Daniel fast. I know he just said it, but it's it's explain it again. What is it? No delicacies, which I believe is like sweets, stuff like that. Like in in that time period was desserts or you know something fancy or something like that. Okay, no meat. Mm. And then no wine. So no, you know. That makes sense. Yeah, ma- yeah. makes sense. Um, but it's vegetables only, which yeah. I would die. I could not do it. Vegetables only. I wonder how your body would feel after 21 days of that. No meat. Like, I don't know. When it comes to like getting protein and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I know you can get it from like beans and stuff like that, but that just seems. I know we, back when I was at Centerpoint, to shout them out again. A lot of people did a Daniel fast around this time of year. A lot. That, yeah, okay. Yeah. And that's just veggies, fruits. Can you do like dairy? I wonder. I don't think so. I don't think it's anything from an animal. It's like the opposite of vegetarian, of carnivore. It's oh, vegetarian. Golly. Opposite of carnivore. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense. And I think, don't quote me on this. I believe, like I said, I'm not a historian. Um, I think at the time this was going on, there was some whatevers with animals then about which ones were unclean and yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So the waters were a little murky. I, I don't I know. Like, pigs don't quote were me on this. Considered unclean. Yep. Um, I mean, and I think there had been a famine too. 
honestly back then this was probably not that hard right it this was like this might have been more you know common than we yeah yeah not not to discredit it yeah not trying to say there wasn't a sacrifice there daniel really went for it yeah i'm telling you nowadays Um, that's kind of a challenge for people to cut out sweets right right that was uh that was kind of part of like cassidy's uh like what she wanted to cut back Mm -hmm. on was you know eating sweets and stuff because you know, I mean, everybody likes a dessert. Don't they get me wrong. They crack me up. Uh, uh, both of both of our wives, they like have to have something sweet after dinner. And I've never really been that. I'm guy. not that. I'm not that. Jude made last night, and I did kind of want something after she made it because it did look pretty good. Right. But she had she put vanilla ice cream and like blueberries into the blender thing. <laughs> I made a little smoothie or I made something. A little, milkshake. A little milkshake, okay. like blueberry milkshake. Yeah. Cassie but, always hits me with that. Uh, um. Oh, do you want Dairy Queen <laughs> or something like that? <laughs> the Blizzy? Yeah, she's like, you you want Dairy Queen? And I'm like, I know you're asking me so that I'll like just... I love a Blizzard. Honest, like Blizzards are my weakness. This is a tangent. Really? Yes, dude. I love... I like ice cream in general. So... That's like I, my one... I don't get Blizzards when I go to Dairy Queen. What if do you I, get? I get a Sunday. Caramel Sunday. You're a child. It's a large caramel Sunday. That thing so loud. You're a child. I let it freeze so like the caramel gets real <laughs> what hard. What is up with you and over freezing stuff? Bro, All right, let me let everybody in. Cody likes his key lime pies extra crunchy. There's no. <laughs> I don't get it. There's no other way to eat it. <laughs> yes, there is. There's no like other a normal way. person. No, I mean I've always eaten it straight out of the freezer. Like. Like it's so strange. It, it hurts to cut it because it's so hard. But I like when when I went over to y'all's house that one time and y'all were like, "Let's let it thaw out." I was like, <laughs> "What's wrong with y'all? Y'all trying to ruin it? Like, what's wrong with y'all?" I've always, dude, I've always eaten it. Like, like when I grew up in my a dad's crunchy house. Pie. Yeah, he was like, "Go give me a piece," and it'd be in the freezer. That and I cut it. I about break my wrist trying to get that that knife through it, but it was the best thing ever. That's crazy. And the whipped cream on it's just. It's hard. It's it's amazing. It's so awful. Do I do the same thing? I'll do a uh, like my use my go to used to be uh just regular vanilla yeah. ice cream yeah and I'd put honey all over it and then okay. I throw it in the freezer so the honey gets super hard. That sounds kind of good. It is so good. But like vanilla, uh, just regular vanilla ice cream with honey is amazing. My anything grandpa. with honey on it is pretty incredible. I love honey. Yeah, we had these. This is we're on a tangent like crazy, but yeah. um. We had these pork chops last night. God, <laughs> like, this hun- going to detail what he <laughs> had for dinner. Last night was great. Yeah. And this honey uh, thyme sauce, crazy. Anyway. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, you really do need to get on HelloFresh. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. But it yet. could be. But it <laughs> could be. Um, anyway. Yeah. Okay, so. Back on track. <laughs> back on track. Um, I'm not sure if you can have honey in the Daniel Fast. RIP if you can't, but. Is that a delicacy? Was that a delicacy back then? I would think then? so. I would think I, so, too. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I would feel like grapes would be a delicacy, too. I don't know why. Like Wine. That's what wine is from. I don't know. I just always see, it's like... It's fermented, though. I don't always see this, but, like, when they portray, like, kings back then, it's like they're yeah. eating grapes straight off, like, some stem of yeah. whatever. Anyways, but, yeah. All right. So, next is Exodus uh, 34, verse 28. Um, this one got to me, or th- this is the first one where I, I heard it and I was like, I've never really thought about it that way. Right. Um, is so he was there with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights. He neither ate bread nor drank water. And he wrote on the tablets, the words of the covenant, the 10 commandments. My boy Moses growing, growing up. I didn't like as a kid, I always saw the 10 commandments as like a kid's verse. You know what I mean? Right. That's yeah. one of the things they like teach you in Sunday school and stuff like that. Yeah. 
I feel like we skipped over this part when we were kids because we don't care nothing about about the the past the, the 40 fasting day. yeah the yeah. 40 days and 40 nights i thought it was just one night yeah he was like, like there when he came back he was like glowing wasn't he yes or am i thinking of a different oh uh, well that's when he went up to on the mount um to speak with god which the, the, he went moses had a is it moses he had some yeah. one one-on-ones he had some one-on-ones um um for me this one begs the question we'll wait to talk about that okay but we'll refer back to this one so yeah he he fasted um for 40 days and 40 nights which just for a little trivia 40 is the number of punishment in the bible so that's a little odd to me isn't there i need to look this up isn't it when jesus was beaten he took like 40 lashes yeah yeah and like 41 would kill you yes and that he only got 40 or something like that yes there's something along. no 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 it's um it's he got thirty nine and not forty because the punishment wasn't over. Uh, he hadn't been on the cross yet. Okay. Yes. That's so that a, that's, that's the significance. The I asked somebody back at Centerpoint. Uh, I was like, why is the number forty in the Bible so much? Right. And if you look, notice, it's every time or almost there that it's whenever some, they're being punished. So like when they they wandered in the wilderness because they disobeyed for forty days and forty nights, they um. It's there's a bunch of in, bunch Aren't of they in the wilderness for like forty years. Well, the Maybe, number the years. number forty is in there quite a bit. A it, lot. It, it's always something unpleasant. It's yes. not anything like oh. 40. Well, that's what was odd to me about this scripture is seeing that number forty again and me knowing what that was what right. that represents. Yeah. So it was a little odd um, that that was there when he's literally given the Ten Commandments. Right, and I mean. I was I always wonder like how far the human body can like physically go. All right, so you think just like I thought because I saw this and I was like, don't I, they say you can like the human body can only go like seven days, four seven days without water? I mean, I'm not saying that he wouldn't drink water. So but. you can go quite a while without food, like till you're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, water not so long, right? But my thing is, I guess. He was with God. Right. So you that's, what, that's what I think, too. I think there's a little, so like... So you've got the giver of life up there. Yeah, like, you're not going to... He's not going to let you die yeah, yeah, you're, he's when not you're gonna, doing something in... Sa- when you're sacrificing your body for him. Right. To hear from him or to carry out his will. Right. Now, I'm not giving people a license to go 40, starve yourself yeah, in no, the name no of shot. the Lord. Yeah. But, um, I mean, that, that's, that's my only, like, catch. It's like, okay... If I were to do 40 days, I'm pretty sure I'd, oh, I'd yeah, fall I'm, out. I'm done for. Um, but I think because he was in the Lord's presence. I even thought about it in, to the extent of like people back there were not as nourished as we are. Yeah, that's They weren't true. eating like crazy. Yeah. But no. I've also heard people talk about like their air quality was better. There wasn't like all these things. And that's why people live so long in the Bible. Uh, like, I've heard of all, yeah, all those arguments. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe they they were just built different back then. <laughs> just built tough. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Moses is just a tough old man. I mean, yeah, everybody nowadays, well, not everybody, but a lot of people are overweight in an unhealthy aspect, mm-hmm. you know, just because I feel like gluttony's pretty big nowadays because mm-hmm. we have so much available to us. But, yeah, I don't, I don't think physically we could go 40 days. No, I don't think today. so either. So that's... Uh, so, okay, on to this, this, now this next thing's a little long. Okay. It's not just one verse, it's a few verses, um, but this is going to kind of sum it all up. So, 
We've talked about these people fasting. Right. All right. Now we're going to talk about an instance where um, people were not fasting. Right. And how it raised some uh, red flags for people. Um, while, let me preface this is while Jesus was on earth, um, we have this instance right here. So you have, why do we and the Pharisees practice fasting, but your disciples do not fast? This is Matthew nine fourteen. Okay. The Pharisees practice fasting as a religious, this is not the scripture. That was the scripture I said before. Right. Um, so just to explain it all, the Pharisees practice fasting as a religious ritual. Later, Jesus even uses an illustration in which one Pharisee self-righteously prays, Oh God, I thank you that I am not like everyone else. I fast twice a week. So that kind of self-righteous right. thing we talked about earlier. Okay? Uh, that's Luke 18, 11, 12, where he gives that sort of um, parable or you know, demonstration. Um, John's disciples may similarly have been fasting as a custom, or they may have even been fasting to mourn John's imprisonment. So around this time, John's in prison, um, and people often fasted to mourn. Um, right, okay, that makes sense. Around that time. So observers also wonder why Jesus' disciples did not fast, perhaps joining in an expression of grief over what has been done to John. Jesus answers, um, using an example, the friends of the bridegroom have no reason to mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them. Do they, but mm. days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, and they will fast. Right. So to paraphrase, somebody comes up to Jesus and is like, why do your followers not fast? All of the, you know, all of everybody we've ever known, the Pharisees and the, um, you know, the law states that we should fast. Why do your followers, you, Jesus, you know, Christ, if you're so-called Christ, not fast? Right. Um, and he says, why would they have to when I'm right here with them? Right. So yeah. what that kind of implies to me is fasting is welcoming Jesus into your life or his presence into your life. Right. That's what that says to me, at least. Um, so it goes on to say, uh, that was Matthew nine fifteen, where he said, you know, when I leave, they will fast. So John himself spoke as Jesus as um, the bridegroom. That's John three twenty eight twenty nine. Accordingly, while Jesus is present, Jesus' disciples do not fast. Later, when Jesus dies, his disciples will mourn and have no desire to eat. What, um, oops, sorry. What John himself, uh, what a change, though, when he is resurrected. Then they will, no fur, uh, they will have no further cause for mournful fasting. Next, Jesus gives these two illustrations. Nobody sews a patch. I didn't know that this is where this happened either. Right. It just shows how much I know. Nobody sews a patch of unshrunk cloth onto an, uh, on an old outer garment, for the new piece pulls away from the garment and the tear becomes worse. Nor do people put uh, new wine into old wineskins. If they do, then the wineskins burst and the wine spills out and the wineskins are ruined. But people put new wine into new wineskins. That's Matthew nine sixteen seventeen. What is Jesus' point? Jesus is helping the disciples of John the Baptist to appreciate that no one should expect Jesus' followers to conform to the old practices of Judaism, such as ritual fasting. He did not come to patch up and prolong an old, worn-out way of worship, a whole system of worship that was ready to be discarded. The worship that Jesus is encouraging is not one that conforms to Judaism of the day um, with its traditions of men. No, he is not trying to put a new patch on an old garment or a new wine into a stiff old wineskin. 
All this begs the question as to why, when, and what do we fast for? So, <clears throat> yeah, so I see, I see. I know that's a lot, but. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm trying to break it down. So the biggest thing there is, you know, Jesus saying, I'm bringing a new covenant. Right. You have the mindset of relying strictly on the old covenant. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to like um, accuse me of, or my followers or my disciples of not fasting when I am, I'm, and of course, like, as he says, like there's, there's a time. And, and when you were saying that there's a Psalm or it's either Psalm or Proverbs where it's like, it's a time to, to mourn, a time to be joyful, mm -hmm. a time to, you know, and all those things. So I think there's a time for everything. And I think really what he was saying there is like, hey, you, you, I'm here right now. I'm right. the living God right. here right now. There's, there's, there's no, no need. It's no need to, you don't be fasting right now. Right. Th this will be the, you know, only time which like I will be here as a person. Right. As in flesh. Mm -hmm. Now when I'm gone and I, you don't have me here. My presence isn't literally here. Right. I'm not literally here on earth with you. Now is your time mm -hmm. to fast. You have plenty of time to fast. And like towards the end of what you were saying, right? Mm -hmm. I, that was one thing I, I was talking to Casty about. I, I was wondering, I said, uh, you know, why, why are you fasting? Right. Mm -hmm. Because I think, I think you can fast, right? Just, I mean, you can fast purely just to, to fast, right? Without reason. Uh, maybe it's a health reason or something like that. But I feel like if you fast, you need to be fasting for something. You shouldn't just be cutting something out of your life just because. Like, just to say, oh, I'm doing it, right? I'm doing it with everybody else. I feel like there should be some kind of reason with it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like Billy was saying, you know, uh, more in 24, right? We need right. to be fasting to, you know, uh, fasting and praying for more people to get saved, for more people to find the kingdom, for more people to learn about Jesus right. and stuff like that. So I think, you know, there's, there's a time and, and a place to fast. I don't, and, and I think that also plays into part where we were like, shouldn't be just like posting all over Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm fasting, I'm um, fasting, I'm fasting. You need to have a reason. When I was doing this research too, I found a few others. I decided not to include them though, but since we're talking about it, um, there's a few more instances where they talk about fasting. One is when they're waiting uh, when they're in the upper room and they're praying and fasting for once again, I believe it says 40 days and 40 nights. Yeah. Um, and then the upper room experience happens in acts where spirit of the Lord, you know, comes upon them and all that stuff like that. And they have, you know, they're speaking in tongues and all of the, we all know where, to, or at least the, I hope spirit, everybody knows yeah. what we're talking about. Um, and then another instance is after that, um, they begin praying and fasting again to appoint leaders and elders of the church to establish the new, you know, when they're establishing the church after the day of Pentecost, and which is where we pull all the, um, you know, like Church of God and stuff like that from. Um, they fast and pray to make decisions on who is going to be the leaders or elders of the church. And I feel like that's a smart decision. Right. So yeah. that, why I ended with, all this begs the question as to why, when, and what do we fast for? I would think using those few, just those few, you know, points there, when we want to make a big life-changing or, you know, direction-deciding decision, right. we should probably pray like fast. Like a life-altering decision. Yeah, life-altering decision. Um, when we want, obviously when we want Jesus's, you know, presence in our life, like right. that's ultimately what it's doing. Um, that's kind of a catch-all with all of them. We want like the discernment to mm -hmm. make the right. And I mean, obviously, like 
You want his discernment in every situation. Every day, right? right. But you're not going to go to like the grocery store and be like, should I buy this brand of beans or this brand? Like, yeah. Let me go fast yeah, on it. Like th- These big um, decisions. Right. But the things that like play like huge parts, like, I mean, it, and I guess it really de- depends on how you define like a big deal to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I know Cassie and I um, did a lot of prayer and we did fasting like before we bought our first house. Right. Like, right. I mean, it's not it's not a life altering decision. I mean, I'm, it's not life or death on the line there, but it's it's also I mean, it's a big deal. It's right. A big it's, deal. A, it's a big, big move and change in your, in your life. So, so or fasting and praying about the, the person you want to marry. Right. Or, yeah. you know, something like that. So and I'm not going to say like. Your prayers get answered better because you fast but i'm saying (sighs) but i do think and we'll get into this when i talk when we talk about the health benefits of fasting i do think you're of clearer mind i okay i agree with that yes i do agree with that um there's and i guess we can kind of move into that you're at least more in tune right there there are a lot of things that i've seen um physically and mentally Mm -hmm. that you are just you're more uh, clear-headed you know you you don't have brain fog or anything like that Um, this is a a weird thing and you can call it coincidence or not um when we went up to the mountains um you you know we started the fast um that sunday before i left and uh you know i had been telling you and i even went and got a massage that was like having a bunch of stress and stuff like that right and kind of like real tight in my shoulders and stuff and even after i got the massage i still felt it Right. Until I started the fast and it wasn't immediate, but I finally like got and we were up in the mountains and I was just by myself for a while. And I was like, you know, I ain't been tight, you know, or like whatever all day. Cause I, I always know when I am, I kind of clench my jaw and stuff like that. And it was happening even after I got a massage. So I was like, well, that didn't fix it. Right. But I started fasting and I was like relaxed. I don't yeah. Know. Call it coincidence, maybe, and we, <laughs> maybe we, not. Yeah, and we've talked a lot of, we had that whole episode about intermittent fasting and everything, mm-hmm. and like we talked about how powerful fasting, uh, you know, can be on your, your mind and on your body and mm-hmm. how like beneficial it can be. So, and, and like I said, if it's mentioned in the Bible, it's probably it's not a bad idea. Probably right? not a bad idea. It's a good idea. Um, that's, I mean, we talked about that with tithing your money. If mm-hmm. it's mentioned in the Bible like that, it's probably something you need to be doing. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying fast every day, but, and, and I think we really just pushed the fasting in January because it's the beginning of the year. It's like we're more motivated to make those kind of decisions. Right. Um, so I, that's what I started. I was like, man. Maybe we got this a little wrong. Maybe we should start fasting in like December. So then when we make our resolutions, we make them more clear minded. I mean, it's not a bad idea. That's what I was like, maybe, maybe. It's not. Because it's, if you're going to make these big decisions, like I really want to do this, this this year. Yeah. And there's no like, okay, there's no like specific timeline. Yeah, yeah. There's, that, no, there's no pamphlet out there that says this is how you fast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's no length of time or what you should fast or anything like that. There's no specifics, but I think, you know, at the end of the day, okay, this is something I think this is something that I I want, or I think I need in my life, but I want to be sure I need that discernment. I need that wisdom. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to fast this something, maybe a distraction that's in your life or something like that. I'm going to fast this to give me that clear minded, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and, and maybe that, uh, that peace and, you know, maybe feel the Lord more closely kind of give you that direction that you need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that, I guess I can kind of run into, uh, I, I've never done this, but meditation, I have, there are a lot of religions that heavily rely on meditation. Oh yeah. Right. And it, I, I'm not sure 
if this is it's I wouldn't say it's um super beneficial like physically, but I will say that meditation is a great stress reducer. And I think you can make better decisions when you don't you don't feel stressed. And I think that's why a lot of people like you think about monks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean literally that that's what they do is they, they yeah. meditate and stuff like that. But it's because they get that when you meditate, you're basically forcing yourself to clear your mind Mm -hmm. right you're forcing out all the anxieties all the worries all the stressors and you're you're forcing yourself to be patient right right like because i know for me if i sit down too long i like my mind starts just running and i'm like Mm -hmm. okay i need to get up go do something i need to go do this 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 and you're forcing yourself to to act out patience and to sit there and meditate like okay i need to it's more of an internal reflection like i need to look inside myself i need to you know and people some people over spiritualize it and like mm-hmm. go super super crazy with meditation, but I do think, and I'm not saying you got to hum, no, yeah, like <laughs> with your fingers a hum, but I do think that just sitting down and and just and you can pray during this time yeah, too. It's, it's just it's, not like you have to be just pray, prayer is for lack of if you didn't have the word prayer you would just say meditating right and i mean it's not like you're on the lord right you're not going brain dead during this time and just like (laughs) nothing going on in your head but you know just praying and like forcing these things out actually like because i feel like a lot of people we just pray and it's like what's on the top top of my head let me get it and there's no like and that's why a lot of people have those like fall uh you know like those prayers they just fall on it's like oh, oh yeah, lord yeah. thank you for this food thank you for whatever whatever the prayer is but mm-hmm. actually like forcing yourself to pray and like think about things that you you want for your life or think about things that you've done and, well you people know. think you got to say something that you got to fill the space with words right yeah like, it's like the, oh it's it's an awkward silence i need to move on to the next thing yeah like, but if you can meditate on yeah that, you can like sit in and uh the silence and you know Ain't nobody, ain't nobody ain't there. Nobody, just, yeah. Take it, like, slow down. Yeah, there's no, there's no timer on it. That's literally the point of meditation is to <laughs> yeah. not, to just, yeah. like, let go of those things. Which, and, that's what I've always thought was cool about, not to take it back to fasting, but just, the, they kind of go hand in hand, is what you're supposed to do. I know we said there's no supposed to, but, like, what people would do is when they would fast a meal, they would take that time to then spend in prayer. The right. usual time they would be eating they would spend it in prayer and it kind of forces you to just like slow down, take a second, yeah, you know, that sort I, of thing. I, I, yeah. I'm pretty, that, that is what you're supposed to do. You're, <laughs> like literally the thing that you're fasting, whatever you, you're, you need to be replacing that thing. Yeah, that you're it's supposed to a lot some time. <laughs> yeah. Right. To prayer, like that thing you're getting rid of temporarily or, or refusing to do that needs to be replaced with prayer. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, that's the, the, I, and I think I don't. It doesn't like I said. There's no specific guideline that do, that isn't how it has to go. But mm-hmm. that's like a very like it keeps you accountable. Like okay, I'm right. not doing this, but in this time I'm gonna pray. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a topic I want to talk about. And so this is like the uh, not controversial. Like I said at the very beginning of the episode, this isn't controversial. It's uh some people may feel targeted. Okay. Um, when I say this, but when there are people fasting, right? Okay, we talked about this the other day. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was asking you, I said, I really don't know what to fast. Right. And you said, um, you were being funny. You were like, you need to fast your computer. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, I guess I could fast. that." And I thought about that. After Which you that said, was a shot. Yeah, it was a shot. And, and, <laughs> and I thought it was funny. But I thought about that after you said that. And I was like, well, if I didn't get on my computer, I'd probably just watch TV or play on my phone or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it started making me think that there's a lot of people out there fasting. But there's a difference between fasting 
and substituting. Oh man. Yeah. That's where I'm going. That's me. where I'm going. That's me. That's me. So <laughs> I'm so bad about it. So, and, and I thought of this analogy, I was thinking, okay, so there's this, let's just use this man for instance, right? Okay. This man smokes cigarettes and he wants to fast cigarettes for, and you should quit cigarettes, but <laughs> he's going to fast cigarettes for a month or whatever, yeah. right? So in one scenario, he fasts the cigarettes, he goes a whole month without smoking any cigarettes, and he completes the fast. Okay. Okay. Our second analogy, we have the same man who is fasting cigarettes. And so he does fast cigarettes, mm-hmm. but he dips during that time, <laughs> right? Yeah. In both scenarios, the man stops smoking cigarettes. Right. But only one of them, he actually acted a sacrifice. There was right. a sacrifice in that scenario, right? So I think you you can tell yourself that I you, think there's another lesson in there, too, that you don't even realize. What is it? So you've got one, he's fasting uh, cigarettes, and he replaces it with dip or right. whatever, right. tobacco. The real thing he should have fasted is nicotine. Right, exactly. You gotta find the thing, find the source, find and, the thing, and that's kind of where the I'm thing going. that hurts. Yeah, exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Like in those both those scenarios, he wasn't smoking the cigarettes. Mm-hmm. He he was clean from cigarettes, but only one of those he actually was uh, like, I can't get think of the words. He was basically acting out a sacrifice. Right. right. He was he was having he was doing a sacrificial um, fast mm-hmm. versus one. It was like. I'm going to quit this, but I'm going to do this instead, right? Yeah. And I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, well, yeah, I could fast my computer, but if I just go watch TV, like, am I really fasting anything, right? right? So it's like, you got to be more specific. Like, okay, so you I'm just like, fasted all technology instead? Or screen time, yeah. Fast screen time. Like, I'm, I, we, a lot of people have to use their computers at work and stuff like that, and I, I can't get help that, it. right? You, can, you have to have some kind of screen time. But, you know, when it comes to, like, coming home or, like, on your lunch break or something mm-hmm. like that, do you need to be, like, going through Instagram or do you need to be going through Facebook or whatever it is? And so I was kind of thinking about that. We have a lot of people, I think, convinced that they are actually fasting mm-hmm. when in reality they're just substituting. And I feel like it's how you, it's your heart's intent, like mm-hmm. how you were intending to do the fast. But I feel like you're going to get a lot better results from actually fasting the thing than just substituting it and mm-hmm. thinking that, oh, yeah, I'm fasting. Well, Where's your sacrifice? Where's the actual sacrifice? Where's the meat of right. it? And so, uh, yeah, that's kind of, I was kind of thinking about that. And I, I wanted to say something at Young Adults Tuesday, but I was like, I ain't going to do that. <laughs> that would be like if I was like, I'm a, which it's not because I hate energy drinks, but it'd right. be like if I was like, oh, I'm going to not drink coffee and then just drink Red Bull. <laughs> right. Well, in that case, you need to just fast caffeine. Caffeine. Right. right. Exactly. So I think there's, um, I think, you know, I would just home. drink decaf coffee and be just as happy though. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, you know, in your heart, like what's, am I fasting or am I not? And so I don't know. I just feel like if you, and I'm not doing that to call anybody out. I really, I'm not, I'm doing it to like, kind of inform you, like if you're going to do it, do Do it it right. Yeah. Or just don't do it at all because you're not getting anything from it at Mm -hmm. that point. You're just thinking you are. And Mm -hmm. I'm just, don't fool yourself. Like you do it right. Um, so yeah, that was kind of the little shot at people that I wanted, (laughs) I wanted wanted to do there. And, um. I also have some questions. Hit me. These are, I don't know. These aren't really like, this isn't even related to what we're talking about. <laughs> Do I? It's not. I just found it and I was like, dang, that is a good question. All right. Hit me. And so this is the question. Okay. I'm ready. If you were sentenced to an island okay. for the rest of your life, okay. you'll never get to come back to homeland, never get to see your family again. 
You're out there. You got to live on the land. All right. Okay. Fasting reality. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So if you, if you had to do this and you were only able to pick one book of the Bible to bring with you. Oh, Romans. That's it? Yeah. That easy. quick? Easy. Romans? Romans? Yeah. It fires me up every yeah. time I read it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, sorry if that's <laughs> like not the... No, 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 no. I, I mean... Romans if, or Proverbs. I don't know. I, yeah. I would say it's easy to pick one, but I also think, where's your headspace at? Yeah. What, do you need a book of the Bible that's really going to encourage you? Do you need one that, like... Do yeah, you, when you're out you, there by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? I don't know where my headspace would be. I think at first I'd be like, Romans, easy. And then about a year in... I get in, lonely, and then I'm like, <laughs> and then I after no year, Lord's with me. Right, and so... I need a psalm or a... Right, I need a good psalm or a good <laughs> yeah. proverb to, to bring me through yeah. this or something like that. I, um, I was thinking about, too, I don't, I, my head went to Romans as well. That's, okay. that's where I went. Um, yes. But then I was thinking about it. I was like, maybe I, need a, Bible. Maybe, maybe I need a longer book. Like, keep me occupied for long. Like, Psalms, you could break that down the yeah. rest of your life and die Proverbs on is one for every day of the year. Right. And so, is it? Yeah. There's a chapter for every day of the year. And Psalms? Not Psalms, in Proverbs. No, 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 no. There's a there's a chapter for every day in a month because there's thirty one chapters, thirty or thirty one. Because I remember I, there's like a Bible plan like that. Oh, okay. It's like a proverb a day or My something bad. like that. So, <laughs> that's on me. No, no, no. I thought you were saying Psalms. I was like, dang, I never looked at that. Psalms but, is a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of meat there. There's a lot. So I, I feel, feel like, like it's. I don't know how many. I don't know. There there's a lot, but I, I know there's at least 117 because that's the longest. That's the one I can remember, but. All right, let me ask you this. And I'm not trying to discredit all books of the Bible are good. Okay. There was one you did not want to bring. One I did not want to bring. Yes. Like in the sense like... Freaking numbers. <laughs> numbers. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like... And I'm, maybe that's a terrible question because no, no, all, no, no. all books of the Bible are good. Are I'm valid. not saying... I'm not trying to make like one the worse. Yeah, but I'm saying like... Like revelations for me. Hypothetically. You wouldn't bring revelation? I feel like it's very interesting, but I feel like I'd be very depressed. Nah. What? Why? Because it's like, it's okay. I say it's depressing. It's depressing if you're not a Christian. Yeah. It's, but it's very destructive. It's yeah, very it's, it's sad. It's pretty. Yeah. Like yeah. It's talking about like. What's it? I'm trying to think of one that's got a lot of good. I mean, they all have good stories, but like one, there's, I'm trying to think of the one that's got the most like good story you're talking about the one well okay you're talking about earlier when you said numbers you were talking about something like where it's all just you where they're talking about like how like, to build a tabernacle or something yeah like 30 shekels of and, <laughs> blah, yes. blah, blah. that's like there's one where it's literally just listing yes leviticus uh, and numbers yeah leviticus and, and num where it's just listing who came from where and what tribe blah blah blah, blah, blah and, like, and all that stuff is important i think for like historical reasons like yeah, looking back on it that helps you know what's going on right um but i feel like yeah that that wouldn't be something that i feel like brings me comfort like no. knowing how many no. cubics or cubits there were to build it and everything like that i feel like i'd be like well that's it no. this is it i could try building it myself i guess <laughs> I've got I, got, time. I, I got the time and i got the plans to do it so i just got to find all this gold and silver and bronze and all the other stuff okay so that was one of the, the questions okay. i had the other one was Okay, if you could only listen to one Christian song for the rest of your life, what Christian song would you pick? I feel like I've been thinking about this. Okay. But I 
don't have an answer. I feel like I asked something like this during the Christmas episode. Um, it's yes, me. We asked. We talked about favorite Christian like Christmas. Songs oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's one of the. That's a hard question. It's either. So will I, because it's incredible. Mm, that is. It's one of the best written songs ever. Right. I love In Christ Alone. What, so would it, I didn't know if you'd go for like a goodie, like an oldie, but a goodie, or mm-hmm. if you'd go for like something newer, like Maverick mm-hmm. City or like a, you know, a Bethel. It's probably going to be, it's probably going to be like a hymn just because. I don't know. I, I'd have to find a song that just hypes me up every time. They just don't miss. Like, in Christ Alone is incredible. And especially yeah. if you know, you got to think too, like, the songs now are, this is nerdy music stuff, but like, the songs now are like a verse, a course, you know, a verse, a low course, uh, another verse, high course, bridges, and like, that's kind of it. Right. Whereas, like, like, think about Amazing Grace. Like, that's a great one. That's, a, I, that's there's what so I'm many, because there's so many verses. So yeah. you, got, you get like a new revelation each verse, you know, and then it repeats a course. Right. Um, and Christ Alone is like that. Uh, dang it, what is the one I'm thinking of? It's so good. It, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't answer this one. I, I know I wanted to give myself an answer, but there's just so many good songs out there. It's like Greatest art. Thy Faithfulness is crazy. If it, okay, let me simplify it. What if you could only bring one artist? All the songs that that artist or that band has produced. Has now. They can't write new ones. Nope, no new ones, but all the ones that they put out. Ah, Hillsong. Hillsong. That's a, yeah. that. Yeah. Hillsong. Plus all those, especially if I get all the Hillsongs. Dude, they're like they're like six, seven minutes a piece. <laughs> yeah. So you you got time yeah. to like burn through those. So. Honestly, I could take just the people album and be happy. But right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, those those were my two questions I had. Um, Heard that. I didn't really have anything to <laughs> to finish on, but. I did want to say one thing when we uh, we're talking about these fasting and these new rituals mm-hmm. or not rituals, new uh, traditions that we want to start in our lives and stuff like that. I know a lot of people get um, they get burnt out over the year. OK. Right. Yeah. And I feel like it's because we we we're people that want new things. We want new excitements in our mm-hmm. life. Right. But I feel like it's important to find joy and a routine. OK. Yeah. Um, I think we're always trying to like move on to the next thing. And uh, like a lot of people, I know a lot of people that be like, oh, it's just so boring. I have the same thing every single day. I'm like this. Find find joy in that mm-hmm. because you you could be living a life where somebody doesn't know what's going to happen the next day. Yeah, something unexpected. They they. I feel like it's a privilege for us to know that we're going to have a routine and it's going to hit every single day. Lord mm-hmm. be willing, right? And so I feel like we should take more joy in those moments and mm-hmm. and not um because I feel like I, I don't know I feel like we're kind of being a little maybe a little ungrateful. Oh yeah. Because you, we do have it, especially from where we live and in, in, in this part of the world, we have it so good to know like, okay, I'm going to get in my car. That's going to crank and go to a job. That's going to pay and eat my lunch. That's going to, you know, sustain me like just the simple things like that. And I'm, I'm well, being very simplistic. Just, just by changing terminology too, you can change this because like, it's like, okay, Man, my life is so predictable. I wake up and I get in my truck that always cranks and I go to work and I do that and I get home around this time every time and then I eat. Okay. Oh, you mean your life is stable? Yeah. That means... You know what I mean? Yeah, literally. And I think we we really take that for granted. So I know I do it because I'll like... I'm bad about like towards the... Let's just say I go to work on Tuesday mornings because I have Mondays Mm -hmm. off. 
towards like Monday evening, I start like, oh, I got to go to work. And I mean, I'm not like, I'm not expecting myself to like click my heels like, woo, I get to go to work. But at the same time, it's like, I get, I get the privilege to wake right. up in, in, in a house that has a roof on it. I and, have a and job. <laughs> I have a job, right, that can make the payments. Like, I have it so good. And sometimes we get so caught up in our routines and we think they're getting boring and old. Take, take your joy routines, in those. Your routines sustain right. your life. And without, without those routines, you wouldn't have yeah. the, the special stuff. No. And I think, I think we should just find joy in those things. Mm-hmm. I think we... It's, and that's really just a uh, way of changing your perspective, the way you look at things. And right. it's hard because, I mean, we have it so good, it's easy to have a negative output on life, right? Right. So, but if you took somebody who d- d- wasn't, you know, accustomed to how we live today and you put them in this kind of, you know, scenario, they'd be like, this is... Well, imagine having to wake up and go, dang, how am I going to make money so I can pay this bill to, you know, that's coming up by the end of the month? Right. We don't have to do that. We just know, all right, I'm just going to get in my truck and go to my job that takes care of all my bills and yeah and not like everybody gets to do that not everybody right and that's exactly why you should be more grateful for it right. so yeah that's kind of how i wanted to end off that's gratitude. that's gratitude that's gratitude hey, that song i take that one with me <laughs> take that song brandon lake yeah i take that one right with on me. the island with yeah. me. <laughs> just me and brandon hanging out for the next however long i live but uh yeah that's really all i had i kind of wanted to end on that note you know i know we we're starting to do all these new habits mm-hmm. and they're new and we're super motivated to do them but we all get to that point where it's like, I'm getting burned out. This mm-hmm. is getting old. I need something new. But take joy in those moments because it's like, I have a sustainable life that God has yeah. blessed me with. So that's he all I got. He sustains you. He sustains me every day. So that's all I got. All right. You got anything to add? No. Sweet. Well, guys, I hope that you uh, this episode will release right towards the end of January. So yes. I pray that y'all are pushing through this fast. You only got a couple more weeks. and then. Uh, you get to go back to your unhealthy ways again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. You just got to get through January and then you can just go back to your Go back to your simple life. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, uh, yeah, I uh, appreciate everybody listening. If you don't, go follow the TikTok channel. Yep. Um, the Instagram. Instagram channel. Um, channel. The page. Yep. And, uh, yeah, let us know uh, if there's anything. We were talking about this today. Let us know if there's something you'd like to hear or something. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, that we can do better. The I know DMs are always open. Right. We're not we're not world renowned podcasters, but we try and we try to put a little bit of effort into this. So if there's <laughs> anything you think that we could do better, let us know. Yeah. So all right, well we'll see y'all next time on another episode of Shooting the Breeze. See you.